Well, we back. Thank you for listening to another episode of my podcast, Peace Talk. We, we're back to that name. Uh, the Day Peace Talk podcast was just too long of a, a name. I'd be at shows and like, what's the name of your podcast, brother? I want to check it out. And Peace Talk. Just type it in. Include podcasts. Otherwise, you may get like a motivational or a yoga podcast. <laughs> this, is a, this is a comedy podcast. And not every episode is focus on that every monday we do marital talk where i have my wife on and and we chit chat and then every thursday we we do you know guest or sometimes i do a solo episode or whatnot and today we're we're doing a a a special episode or series that we started last season called bts which is before the stage where i talk to comics slash performers before we take the stage we were back in uh mason city at my monthly show and I have three people on the podcast who had never been on the podcast before, which is crazy because we have over 150 episodes. And I enjoy these three individuals. And I look, uh, hopefully, in the near future to have all of them back on individually so I can kind of talk uh, a little bit further of their story and their journey. But today, we're, it's, it's hey, we, we, we got on stage. We, we, we performed. It was a really great show. But again, I just love the, the, the science, the ideology of you know what what you what 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 do you what's your thought process like what do you do before you uh you know you get on stage when you wake up so uh we you get to hear from a comic that's been you know seven years in someone who is very new and someone that's been on stage like four times and it's it's a really fun conversation we're in the green room at mason city Bruins. so just to do a quick plug this saturday i have a show uh, my buddy Matthew Douglas, who's been on the podcast, he is producing his first show, and we're near to sold out, so it's a great chance there might not be any more tickets. But <laughs> if you are anywhere near Williamsburg, Iowa, I don't, I don't even know where that is. I've never been. <laughs> Joey's little pizza. We have a show, and uh, when you're a headliner and you're on a show that is sold out or near to sold out it's it's really it's cool but then you have to realize how much of a percentage is because of you uh i'm not at that point now you can just slot my name on a marquee and we sell out so it's one of those like the owners the venue the town is all behind it and it should be a really uh fun show uh next week i should have my kids on i know i said they would come on this thursday but the the conversation was just too dope to hold it for another week so uh so enjoy the episode. I have Dylan Meek, who I've mentioned a few times on the podcast, Tiff Musman, and Andrew Balduff. Uh, and uh, I'll be back uh, Monday with my wife for Marital Talk Monday and then next Thursday. Enjoy. I was totally checked out. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. just waiting. <laughs> All right. So let me go ahead and have you guys introduce yourselves. Just share a little bit about who you are as a person. And then uh, get like give me a walkthrough of what your day was as you prepared for tonight's show. We're back at Mason City Brewing. My monthly show actually got moved. <laughs> we're supposed to be here every second Friday, but we're here. Start off with Dylan Meeks, since I've known you the the longest. All right, so uh, I'm Dylan. Uh, as a person, um, I don't know. I've worked in social work for like ten years. Um, I love doing comedy. I've been learning a lot over the last seven years of trying to do it, and. Uh, feel like i'm starting to figure things out recently had some really good shows and uh as far as my routine today goes um i didn't really do much uh i put my pants on an hour ago um otherwise i i, I mean i did i showered at like five 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 thirty and uh then got dressed i, I played video games all day just because i mean i don't have a lot of time to relax i work my full-time job during the week and then 
it's starting to pick up with uh, shows on the weekend. So, um, and then Sunday we have to go to uh, me and my partner have to go to uh, a thing called Shooters Roundup where we go look at a bunch of guns with our grandpa. So yeehaw! Yeah, I know. Ye fucking ha, dude. Yeah, <laughs> something I've never done before. But he took me out to shoot his guns recently, and I. It felt good. And so. he's like, I, I like you, boy. Come yeah, to this show. <laughs> yeah, he said, you want to go to Shooter's Roundup? And I said, I don't know what the fuck that is, but sign me up. He's not making you call him Peepaw or anything, right? No, okay. no, no, no. Strictly strictly Steve. Anything else, and it gets kind of weird, yeah. Right, and, but to, yeah. and to your right? Uh, my name's Tip Musman. Um, I'm 42. I uh, work in sales. Uh, before that, I... I Specialized in child care, love kids. Um, I would say I'm, I'm. I wouldn't say I'm a comedian. Um, I would consider myself a conversational, funny person. Um, you know, I like to have lots of funny conversations, make people laugh. Being on stage is completely different. So I, I, I tip my hat to you, fellas. Um, you, you come across to me as an influencer, like yeah. one of those people that mm-hmm. that use your platform to do a lot of things, mm-hmm. but entertainment and, and mm-hmm. obviously yeah. uh, social justice, things of that right. nature, education. Like you mm-hmm. educate a lot of yeah, and I like to use comedy to do that. I feel like people can hear you when you can be relatable, and everybody can relate to funny things you know so is it always land i'm not sure (laughs) and and because you don't perform as often do you have something different that you do on days that you perform yeah well normally uh, this this time right before stage is the time that i usually text day and say i can't do it (laughs) (laughs) uh but today i um i I travel for my job, so I had a lot of windshield time, and I just kind of worked through my nerves while I was driving, went home, did some meditating, spent some time kind of primping and, and stuff, and just having some time alone, and and then had some dinner with my partner, and, and now I'm here, so we'll see. I love it. And uh, I don't know how, how long we've known each other. I'm assuming uh. we probably met... Yeah, a year and a half ago with the activism stuff. I'm uh, Andrew Balduff, uh, ball like the sphere, duff like the Simpsons beer. Um, I'm 40. <laughs> I live here in Mason City. I uh, I have two kids. I'm a single dad. Uh, I love. I've always loved comedy, but I just now like this summer started to get into it, and I'm loving it. I've, Dylan's given me a lot of opportunities to do open mics and like stuff on the road. We went to Cedar Rapids last week, which was lots of fun. Um, I saw that. Lucky. Cat. I yeah. I I don't know what my comedy style is like. I'm going to talk a lot about Mason City tonight. Kind of give people a you know a mirror to look at themselves. Oh yeah, <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I uh, yeah. And do you have you developed a routine on show oh, date? Like a day, yeah. I do a lot of writing on show date, um, which sucks because then I don't have time to really like. Yeah, I mean, if I if I get excited about something, then I don't have time to internalize it. But but I I don't always keep it. Like I always you know kind of pass it on for the next time. But for whatever reason, probably ADHD, I feel a lot of like <laughs> pressure to perform right before the date of. Right. So yeah. Fair enough. Were yeah. you gonna say something? I thought you were about yeah, to I was just, I was just gonna say I I didn't really practice. I kind of I wrote all the things and then. I was up here with Dylan and just saying I'm trying to condense like three pages of, of content into bullet points and I'm I'm trying to just not practice it because if you over practice I, I think that really can be problematic so I'm, I'm hoping to just you know I agree. take I agree. that just go you know it's like okay I think it's Dylan. gonna go great yeah uh, how do you feel about that 
Oh, so what I was going to say is uh, about the over-practicing and stuff like that, um, kind of adjacent to that is that like I've recently finally started to learn how to go up every time and do material that I've done for like four, five, six, seven shows in a row, but still give it that same fresh energy. And a lot of it is just leaving it the hell alone in between. Um, if you need to make adjustments, of course, if the joke's not landing, then you do that. But outside of that, like not obsessing about it is important because I would do that. And then the joke would just get wordier and wordier and wordier, and then it would yeah. get lost. And then suddenly there's no joke left. It's just a rant. Mm. And uh, so I've finally learned to leave, leave it the hell alone and not think too much about it. Because when I go up there, I want it to feel like it's the first time I've thought about it at least that day. Because that's what you want the you want the audience to feel like they're having that unique experience. Ooh, you know what I mean? That's good. And so, I was going to say you said you've been doing it for seven or eight years. Seven years with a little break in there to try to do college <laughs> and then drop out again. Yeah, good times. Yeah, yeah. Dylan Meeks taking a break from comedy show. <laughs> I'm a marketing. Four months later, he's I'm back. a marketing wizard. I'm like, let's just do it. Let's just fucking call the show. Tiff, how many times have have you performed, or mm-hmm. would you like? Uh, accumulated to like a, a year or um, I in in total actual performances I've done four so I mean that's what six minutes a piece so you know <laughs> yeah so you, you do the math 20 minutes <laughs> 20 and, minutes of my career <laughs> and then uh, Andrew have you like do you have like tallies on like I've yeah. performed six times I think and- I've done like probably eight open mics and then three or four features with y'all with dylan um yeah. that's incredible it's been great it's been so much fun i'm learning a lot about how to be in front of people and public speaking and stuff and also like it turns out things that i think of are funny sometimes great and uh so he mentions that like me and jason are you know helping him you know out that is basically what you did for for me what, what you do for people around here me and jason like saw that and mm-hmm. And so now we're kind of taking that on. Uh, it's it's really cool to be able to bring new people in, yeah. and then just like let them enjoy it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without all the pressure of where it gets to when you're getting bigger shows. Uh, bringing Andrew down to the Lucky Cat was a no-brainer because I knew after being in that room that they would love his comedy, and I was fucking that, right. That is something that's really interesting from a, a spectator, which I would consider myself, um, is watching the trickle-down effect. So you have. You know, these bigger names day, you know, who are setting the stage, taking the stage, bringing and recruiting these young, new, fresh performers, and then they're becoming seasoned performers like yeah, Dylan. Yeah. And then they're taking people under their wing and so on and so forth. It's really cool. It's, it's so beautiful to see. It really is neat. No, yeah. we, we absolutely like whenever somebody new shows up to the open mic, like our first like objective of the open mic, obviously make people laugh and have a good time, but like create a space where people feel comfortable enough to show up and try we have a another guy that's been showing up and he is brand new but he is killer and wow. he didn't have any material written down and we had no, <laughs> nobody show up to the open mic so we let him go and he did like 23 minutes and all of it was good <laughs> <laughs> we just let him go yeah. it was like uh, jason was like should we light him i was like now let's just see what happens <laughs> and we like having you know obviously mm-hmm. when more people show up and more comics show up we have to run a tight ship but we also love the opportunities where people don't show up, so we get to kind of fuck around and just let people stretch yeah. their legs a little bit for sure. the first time, maybe, you know? It sounds like I got you on the pod for the first time. Go ahead and plug your your show that you, you, you mentioned, but you didn't kind of give any detail. Yeah, yeah. So, um, tomorrow night, um, Jason... Oh, this won't come out 
to, oh <laughs> yeah right 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 so so every month uh jason clemens and myself we call ourselves uh the other guys comedy uh we have a monthly showcase at brick's wine and whiskey here in mason city just down the road from mason city brewing where we're at right now and uh we bring comics from all over the place uh the show's picked up steam this year and uh before the last one, every show that we had, like four in a row, were kind of full to standing only capacity. Um, we had some audio issues for a little while, but we got a new speaker in there. So it's just really coming together, and it's cool. We got our own space. We do that on the, uh, I believe it's the fourth Saturday of every month. And, uh, yeah, we, we bring people from all over the place. This month we have uh, Kadijah Cooper and uh, Gabby O.K. Uh, is her feature. And... Uh, we're just really looking forward to that. And then on those shows, too, when we have new people that we think are kind of ready, we'll ask them if they want to either guest host or if they want to hop on and do a guest spot. And uh, since it's our show, we can kind of do whatever the hell we want. You know, <laughs> rules be damned. And uh, we're really enjoying it. Me and Jason have uh, gotten pretty close. And, uh, yeah. And then we also have an open Sexually mic on the first. Not. Yeah. Sick. Whatever capacity you want, man. When, when you have a good show, that energy's got to go somewhere, you know? <laughs> And sometimes, you know, the girlfriend just doesn't understand because she wasn't up there, you know? I, I got a quick question for Andrew and, and Tiff. Like, what what was it that made you get on stage for the first time? I'm sure someone like, hey, do you want to do this? Mm -hmm. Like, what? what? And you kind of mentioned, like, hey, there are times where I'm like, I don't want to fucking... Right. I'm, like, Jody is a, a yes, great I, example yes. of, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, and then she'll, like, I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. I respect that, which Jody. Is, which is insane to me because she's, she's got something. She's so, mm -hmm. so funny. Um, yeah, what, what, what was it about you two that was like, all right, I'm going to do it, and you did it? Well, I think for me, the, the very first time was, um, was like an all-female show. Oh, it, and, oh, was uh, that the last year? Yes. Wow. Um, yeah, it was last year around the same time. Fair enough. And I felt, uh, and these are women that I that just kind of... such a special show. It was. It was really cool. Thank you for that's, that's, for that. That's one of those, like, uh, I wish we record like it was mm -hmm. it was it was a different show yeah definitely and um you know these are local funny women that i network with and are friends with you know some of them and i just felt comfortable to be in that space even if i sucked i was just i felt lifted and supported yes. and then after i did it i was like holy shit wow this is like yeah i don't know if i could do it all the time but I would like to try this again and then you know so that's kind of that was my kind of hitting the ground running type thing uh, two things sort of sparked the 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 moment going into the open mic, which was the building next to my work burned down, the Kirk Apartments. And, uh, it's not funny, but like... Not funny, but yeah. yeah. It was, uh, I was turning this into a joke. It shook things up. Hilarious. Uh, and, then, and then the other thing was the uh, uh, my... Uh, play that I was going out for didn't get ca or I didn't get cast because they didn't have enough people show up for the play like show up for rehearsal so that was that was the long and short of it was uh, the stars aligned in sort of a sad way but at the same time like it offered time for me to mm. to to explore sure all right this one is for Dylan and then we'll wrap things up what's been your favorite and least favorite show of this year okay favorite show this year um, was probably. Honestly, I think... Okay, I'm going to get a little deep here just because I can't help it, but honestly, it was the uh, semifinals of the Funniest Person with a Day Job contest uh, at the Mall of America because I showed up. Um, I was off. I knew I was off. I didn't 
I don't know what it was, but I think honestly, it was I was hung over from the day before. Is that's exactly what it was? I just felt like shit. Felt kind of disconnected from me, and I was thinking I'd just tie one on and then I'd be good by the time that it was my turn to go up. And lo and behold, I got called fucking first. <laughs> I, they they called my name first. It was a weird night. It was a weird crowd. Uh, it was just weird front to back, and I absolutely bombed and. Uh, I the entire drive back all I could talk about was like I'm fucking done with all of this like fuck this it's so stupid like and then I got back I continued to say that until I went to bed I'm pretty sure after I fell asleep I didn't stop saying that I'm fucking done with comedy and then I woke up the next morning and I had a show the next day and I was like well time to go do that yeah back on the horse and, yeah. and I've bombed you know what I mean I've bombed before I've bombed many times sometimes like basically i knew what was going to happen <laughs> the minute i walked into the place but it, they've never really felt quite like that because i was really elated about getting to the second Advancing. round yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and you know obviously like you don't need to put too much stock into a contest you know what i mean like it's its own thing there's a bunch of people there you get a different crowd every night you get different judges every night you know sometimes it's just not your night but for some reason that one uh, the failure was so devastating and then the recovery, the bounce back the next day, and then going and having an absolutely killer show that next night. It was just a very, very big moment for me comedy-wise because, you know, you bomb several times, but when you have that one that's just like really stings and then you get up and you just go crush it the next day, I mean, that's, that's what comedy is. I mean, you have to be able to do that. So that, that's probably my answer for that. I don't know if I've actually asked this. This is, I think, the sixth uh, before the stage. We call it BTS. Uh, what do you all do after the show whether it goes great or not like do you have something that you do after the show and that's the we'll end the pod with that so two weeks ago if you'd asked me it would be go to laredo's and get drunk uh or stay at the bar that i'm at out of town and get drunk and then have sierra drive me back home uh but uh, sierra is my partner yeah sierra's my partner shout uh, out to sierra yeah shout out to sierra she kept me kind of alive and sane for like the last like three and a half years uh actually three years next week um but yeah, no, now, uh, starting last weekend, I mean, I did four sets and three nights, and after every show, I just, I went back home, I put something on TV, I watched whatever I wanted to watch, I wound down, and then I went to bed at a reasonable time, so, I mean, it's not, it, it can't be a party forever, you know what I mean? It starts to wear on you. I love this sober, mature Dylan. It Nick. is this something, is it is Dylan. something, I love it, yeah. It's, I don't know, it feels corny, yeah. but. No, it's amazing, dude. <laughs> Step in the right direction, I think. Um, I last time when we got back from Cedar Rapids, it was midnight. And I played like Red Dead Redemption two for about an hour, <laughs> and then I went to sleep. Yep. I got lost in the Wild West for a little while. Are it was kind of nice. PS, are you a PlayStation guy? Uh, Xbox, I'm a PlayStation five right now. No, that's what I, That's my rig okay. right now. Yeah. Um, I just yeah, I like to. I'll, I'll be honest. I like to go home and bone. I, mean, I really Hell do. Yeah. You know, my my partner is a musician, and so um, that feels this, this kind of same for him. It's like you, you get all pumped up yes. for the show, or yes. whatever. And like you gotta, that energy's gotta go somewhere. I try you know? to explain <laughs> this to my wife. Yeah. Like it, it gets, especially like when I'm on the road and yeah. I'm gone for a couple of days. I'm like, I'm saving it for you, baby. So when I <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> can I can I ask you a question Absolutely. before we wrap up? Yeah. Um, so you know a lot of the a lot of the local comedy you know groups around here and stuff they're duos mm -hmm. and stuff have you have you ever thought or have you ever wished that you had like a counterpart to kind of lean on 
Um, you know uh, what I mean? Yes. Or are you just like a lone rider? Yes and no. Okay. Um, last year we did, uh, I produced the biggest show that I did at the casino. Right. And I didn't necessarily plan this, but in the midst of doing the show, during my set, I, I set aside time to give flowers to each of the performers. And uh, Dylan was on that show, and I, I kind of spoke life into like our partnership and the shows that we had done. And I was just kind of explaining that like, he, at this, at that time, is the, was the closest that I had to like a partner in this scene or in this area. Um, so, in a sense, what I really want is, or what I really, well, I feel like I need as a team. Like I, I need right. like uh, people to sort of help me with certain visions sure and i think that's been the biggest challenge but i'm okay with how i've navigated Mm -hmm. um so to answer your question i think it'd be dope but i've i've done so well with what i've done and how Mm -hmm. i've done it and i'm also a little bit of a you know what you call it i was gonna say narcissist (laughs) are um, you difficult to work with i'm a sort of a perfectionist okay whereas like I, I if i want to really do something i want to do it this way sure and i don't necessarily want mm-hmm. other voices in the room to like steer me you want like creative control right okay so sure. um i think a team is what i would mm-hmm. what i seek out you need for support as we go forward <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> funny funny force five is yeah. what you need <laughs> when, I, when I did my first album mason city community theater mm-hmm. uh week before covid shut everything down that was like my best example of I was in the green room for most of it. I had other people kind of taking tickets and, and selling merch and, and greeting people. Like it was it was an ideal of where I want to go. I want to be able to work on being like the talent and the producer and the, like I don't want to do everything. Yeah. So that's that makes sense. That's okay. A, that's Thanks, a great I've always wanted to ask that. So Yeah. Are you are we gonna we teaming up? Is that what you said? Uh, I'm, I'm available. Are you accepting resumes? TD? DD? love that. All right. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of uh, Before the Stage. And uh, I'll be back next Thursday.